You are listening to the Conversational Selling Podcast with Nancy Calabrese. Hi, it's Nancy Calabrese, and it's time for Conversational Selling, the podcast where sales leaders and business experts share what's going on in sales and marketing today. And it always starts with the human conversation. I am delighted to introduce my special guest and colleague, Justin Crane, president of Crane Financial Solutions, who will discuss how you and we can achieve complete financial and personal freedom. Justin is a money strategist for business owners. His mission is to help business owners understand the money side of their business. He teaches entrepreneurs how to be strategic with their money so they can grow their businesses. Throughout the course of his career, Justin found his focus shift towards working mainly with female business owners. Today, we're going to dive more into why that is the challenges women face, and so much more. And finally, in his book, Money, You Got This, and I love the title of the book, Justin takes everyday funny life experiences and turns them into simple money strategies. You will not be bored reading these short stories or listening to Justin. And Justin, I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Nancy. It's so nice to be here. I love what you're doing, and I'm looking forward to talking with you today. Awesome. All right. So, you know, I got to start with female business owners. Why did you shift? And what are some of the challenge women face, challenges women face? Yeah, it's really weird. Like, I didn't choose women. The women chose me. For some reason, I just, you know, was out there doing my thing, you know, speaking, writing, blogging, whatever. And I got a lot of um, women coming back to me, asking me about questions about money, about profits, about cash, about pricing. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to listen to the market. And um, I'm going to create an offering that's going to work with women business owners and um, I don't just work with women, women business owners. I work with you know guys as well. But I think right. um, one of the struggles that women have is putting on their own oxygen mask first, because women take care of the world. You know, you're a, you're a mom, you're a wife, you're just you're you're there to be nurturing. And sometimes right. women put everyone else in front of them first before themselves. And that message of you know paying yourself first making sure that your oxygen mask is on. All of that stuff is, I think, what everyone really needs to hear about getting ahead with money. So my next question was going to be, well, how are women different from men? So why don't you just add to that? Yeah, I think women are way, like, (laughs) I actually study a lot about this. Like, women are way better listeners. They're way more interested in the feelings and emotions part and the journey um, and, um, they, they're just way more intuitive. And, um, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, I think women are stronger than men, right? I think so much. Wait a minute. You, wait a minute, everyone. You heard a man say that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like women have kids. Like, I, I don't think I could have a kid. I, I freak out. Like, but you know, <laughs> there's a lot, there's just, there's so many elements, um, that a woman has that a man doesn't including also my belief that just spiritually, I think mm-hmm. they're just, you're just wired a little bit differently there. A higher, deeper connection towards, you know, God, the universe, what have you. Well, you've got a lucky wife. That's right. I hope That's she's right. Listening. So, you know, you talk about financial psychology. What is that? 
Well, financial psychology is really about like, how do you think about money? What are your stories about money? What have you learned from your parents about money? Where are you when it comes to thinking about prosperity thinking versus poverty thinking? And mm -hmm. when everyone was listening to your intro about, you know, financial freedom, um, that's something that we work towards. Like, can I give someone financial freedom in one podcast? No. But can I give you the nuggets, tips, and tricks to work, to work towards that? Right. Yes. And that starts with the psychology of money. It starts with prosperity thinking, believing that you can create and manifest the financial right. life that you want to with real strategy, like real tips, not right. woo woo, like, oh, everything is going to fall from the sky and we're all going to sing Kumbaya. Right. So what's a real strategy? What, you know, just the first thing that comes into your mind. Well, I like, um, I like to talk about risk. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of times we as business owners, we take too much risk and we don't take smaller risks and test them. And then when they work, we need to go bigger with them. Okay, that's theory. Let okay. me give you a metaphor. You're doing a cannonball in the deep end of the pool. I want right. you to put on your money floaties and get in the shallow end of the pool and take a small risk and see right. how it goes. An example of a big risk would be going to a, uh, I don't know, let's say going to a trade show, spending you know $2,000 for hotel and tickets and airfare, and then right. maybe $1,000 for you know registration. And the next thing you know to it, you're in for it for 4,500 bucks. And I right. like to go with a three to one rate of return on risk. So if you don't think you can make 12 grand, it may not be worth the 4,500 that you're gonna shell out. A smarter right. risk would be to sponsor like a networking breakfast for a hundred bucks or $200. It's a right. much smaller amount of money. And if it works, great. You only need to make three to one on that. Yeah. And if it works, you'll bring in someone. And, and if it doesn't, you're out $200 versus being out $4,500. So what? where did you come up with three to one? I made it up. I literally <laughs> made it up. Yeah, I made it up. Well, couldn't it be four to one or five sure. to one? It could be better okay. than three to one. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, at some point you got to go with something that works. I like three to one. Okay. Three to one folks. Uh, you, you've also stated that you don't advocate cutting back and living a frugal life. You're all about getting the shoes, doing sushi and living the best life today while saving for the future. Talk about that. Yeah. Everyone like thinks I'm like a little wild when I'm like, go to Starbucks and buy your $12 soy wet, no foam mocha, two pump hazelnut latte right? <laughs> and if you took that $12 and invested it, and when you're 82, you'd have four and a half billion dollars. Like, great. So now you're worth four and a half billion dollars, but you didn't enjoy your life along the way. So am I advocating just spending money? No, I think you need to have a balance between spending and savings. So the savers out there, if you know that you have a plan and you're going to be okay down the road, then yeah. it's okay to spend a little bit of money. And the people that spend all the money and don't save it all need to see that they're going to run out. But I believe yeah. it's a balance. Like you, you've got to do both because right. life could be short, right? Yeah. Life yeah. is fragile. It's right. all about the experiences that we have, not necessarily the things that we buy. So yeah. I think we have to do both. And, you know, looking back on your life, you're going to think and, and, and really look at the experiences that you've had and how you yep. used your money to do those. And some of those could be a walk on the beach for $10 for parking or whatever. You know right. what I mean? Yep. No, I, you know, what I hear you saying is don't have tunnel vision, keep an open mind and balance 
Yeah. Whenever you can, correct? For sure. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Um, so what's your unique idea? What's different and sets you apart besides your personality? <laughs> well, I think it's about, uh, so I'm a CFP. I'm a certified financial planner, right? I manage right. money. I'm a financial advisor. And um, a lot of times, you know, clients are really attuned to, you know, their rates of return. Are they growing their money? And and a lot of times just in investing overall, we hear yeah. this term of return on investment. And that's cool. Like, I, I like that. I mean, of course, we need to make money and grow and do all of that. But how about something a little bit more evolved? How about return on life? Right. So my idea is it's about return on life. It's about using your money to be congruent with what you really want rather right. than guessing and not being intentional with what you want. So it's about return on life, not just return on investment. So is is this taught in school as you, you know, went through uh college and so on, did they emphasize that? Or is this something that you just came up with? Um, well, I've, so the way that I learn is by studying and reading and being taught and mentored by others. So okay. this return on life idea is out there. You can Google it. It's not mine, but it's okay. what I've adopted into my practice, into my thinking, into getting clients to make decisions that they actually feel good about. So right. what's taught in school is like, you should contribute to a 401k. You should consider a Roth IRA. You should not have credit card debt and all of that. Of course, yes. But how do you feel good about your financial life? How do you make decisions? How do you connect the dots, especially for entrepreneurs? I mean, this is, this is where I really shine is in how do you connect the business money with the personal money right. and your true life goals? That's where the return on life comes in. Wow. I love stories. So share a story that we would all find interesting. Yeah. Well, I was working with one woman and, um, and I'll preface it by saying that this is, you know, none of this is guaranteed. It's, it's really a, ge a generic hypothetical way of thinking and doing and making decisions. So mm -hmm. this one woman um, was single and wanted to become a mother Mm -hmm. And she tried all of the ways that you would think, you know, like, you know, donor this and IVF that and blah, blah, blah. Right. And that really didn't work. So we created a financial plan ultimately to adopt a kid. Huh. And we, you know, we, we cashed in some stock options. We reduced her con contributions to her 401k and okay. we started saving money and putting it in the bank. Cool. And then she adopted a kid. Now the kid is like nine years old and I see them on Facebook and I'm like, oh my God, how yeah. cool is that? That's yeah. return on life. So a traditional advisor would say, don't do that. But how could you tell a potential mom, a woman right. who has this calling to be a mother, right. not to adopt a kid? So to me, that's like goosebumps. Like that's like, yes, the world yes. needs more of that. You don't learn that in school. No, but you know, in, in listening to the story, it's always about your customer, right? You really have mm -hmm. to listen to what's important to them and come up with a program that will solve their problem. I think that's, that was wonderful. And, uh, I'm an adoptive mother and I know the cost of that. It's not cheap. Yeah. And just the but, emotional 
it's just it's it's a lot. It is. So oh, it much. is. Yeah, very much so. So that's wonderful. Thank um, you. I want to go to your book. I yeah. love the title, Money, You Got This. How did you yes. come up with that? I love it. I don't know. I literally probably came up with like this, like my three to one, you know, like potential ROI for entrepreneur. I just was like, you know what? People need to feel like they have, like they can do it. Like yeah. you can Google anything and get the answer to anything, but do you believe that you can do it? And really it's, it's um, taking, in my opinion, it's taking the first step or the next step towards progress. Because once we start making progress, we have a little bit right. of momentum. So inside, right. we're talking to ourselves. And so many people, I and mean, we could talk about this, Nancy, forever, but so many people, they are not where they thought they'd be money-wise in their life. Right. They thought they'd have an extra zero. They thought they would be able closer to be retired or whatever. And then you get a little bit stuck, and then it's hard to reinitiate or get to that next level. So right. that's why I wrote, that's why the title is You Got This. Your money, money. You got this. You can do it. I love it. I love it. And I know you have a podcast too. Money. Yes. You got this. I yeah, love it. Yeah, I mean, it. the podcast is basically what we're talking about. Okay. Now, you already talked about the $12 latte, but I wonder if there's something that's true other than that that nobody agrees with you on. Um, well, I'll talk I'll, let's talk about this. We're in the day and age of um, immediate anything. Like yep. I want an immediate like whatever like like my kids like they're on social media, Instagram, they want 52 immediate likes. They want a hamburger in 2 minutes. They right. want, you know, they want a play date in 1 hour. They want to get a car when they're 16 by tomorrow. And I think the way that media is is just like focusing on money yeah and making money is short term and the yeah. way that you really make money i know everyone knows this is the long term but a lot of times people don't agree and focus on the long term they're yeah. short term everyone yeah. is long term until they become short term and lose money but the way that you really build wealth on the savings end is by compounding of interest. Now, everyone yeah. knows that, but the media and a lot of people don't focus on the 20-year rate, rate of return, the 20-year compounding. Like yeah. the way that you really build wealth is by doing that. Warren Buffett built most of his wealth after age 65, and he's like 140. <laughs> So bad. Oh, wait. Tell us a fun fact about Justin Crane. Well, I'm going to talk about a funny fact about my book, Money You Got This, and why I okay. think it's, it's so funny. So the book is about my crazy, wacky stories about life. <laughs> okay. So my wife and I get in the car. She's always like five minutes late. I'm usually two minutes late, but she's five minutes late. She gets in the car like – Barely done her hair, no makeup on. I'm driving. We're going out to meet a couple. She okay. takes um, her lipstick off, like her, undoes her lipstick, the cap, yeah. and starts rubbing it on her cheeks. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, what are you doing? She said, this is like blush. When like women are busy and like we, we don't have time to put on blush, we just right. get a little lipstick. We rub it around our cheeks. We rub it in and we're good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. That's insane. I never knew that. I never knew that lipstick could be used as blush. Oh, come on, so, Justin. No, I'm serious. 
Okay. I, when would I ever? I have no clue about that. I mean, so, all women know that. I thought no, that was a No, but do men know that? I get, Nancy, if you ask 20 guys, <laughs> hey, you know that you can use lipstick as blush when you're running behind? They'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> so the money lesson is be resourceful with your assets. If you have one thing, try to use it a different way where it doesn't cost you as much or saves you time. Da 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 da. The lipstick. <laughs> so that's what this. That's what the book's about. It's about like <laughs> I got some. They're, they're so funny and they're great. There's no. Give plot us one to, more. What, give us one more. One more. Um, yeah. All right. One more. <laughs> so many. Um, <laughs> all right. One more would be. Um, Open, open right. up your book and look at it. No, I got I got one. One one is is I'm at Macy's, uh-huh. and we're like I don't know. I'm there with one of my kids. We're looking for like a mattress, and uh-huh. I walk into this one area, and somebody like there was some bad gas going on. Bad, bad <laughs> smell. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and there's like no one around. I'm like, how is there bad gas at Macy's, <laughs> and there is no one around? I mean, I'm talking about zero. And then I'm like, you know what? Does Macy's care about their customer experience? Because I don't know, like I can't stand around that much longer with the bad gas. If I'm looking for a mattress, I got to get out of that area. You know, if someone has bad gas, do you really want to line a mattress next to a pile of bad gas? Are you kidding me? So I think that it's all about the customer experience, especially in the first 10 seconds. Right. Like you really, really got to make sure that your customers or clients have a really good first impression right. about that. <laughs> did you buy the mattress? We did, but we had to come back. We showed up with a uh, gas mask and some goggles. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> we got to, <laughs> so funny. We've got to wrap this up now, but what, <laughs> what is one takeaway you want to leave the audience with they're going to remember the gas they're not going to yeah. remember anything else yeah <laughs> progress it's really about progress just take yep. one step make yep. some progress take another be aware of what it is that you want to do and if you're yep. not quite sure how to do it don't worry just find someone that can help you but yeah. you got this. You can do it. Just start and you'll build off the progress that you make. Great encouragement. How, how can my audience find you? I think LinkedIn is the easiest way. Like just go to LinkedIn, type in mm-hmm. Justin Crane with a K, K-R-A-N-E, and okay. connect with me there. Send me a message and, you know, we can go from there. Well, I could go on and on and having a good laugh and a business day is always the best medicine. So I just want to thank you for sharing your expertise, Justin. And I want to thank everybody for listening in. Reach out to Justin, buy his book, call him, and you're going to have a great conversation. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. So for today, everyone have a fantastic sales day and we'll see you next time. The Conversational Selling Podcast is sponsored by One of a Kind Sales. If you are frustrated that you don't have enough leads or your sales team complains that they just don't have enough time to prospect, we can help. To work with Nancy and her team to help you manage your sales team, install her proven outbound sales process, and create more bottom line results, email her now at nancy at oneofakindsales.com. 
To learn more about Nancy and her outbound sales secrets, grab your free copy of her book, The Inside Sales Solution, at oneofakindsales.com forward slash book.